Good morning from Fast Company. Here's our daily look into what's driving today's creative business leaders. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Emotional intelligence, or EQ, was first coined by Yale researchers in 1990, but it rose to prominence within management and business discussions after Daniel Goleman popularized it with his best-selling book five years later. Like all things popular, EQ means different things to different people. But academic research provides compelling evidence for the idea that EQ is not really an ability, but rather a personality trait. In that sense, EQ can be seen as HR's attempt to rebrand intrapersonal and interpersonal skills, or what in the old days was simply called people skills, empathy and emotional stability. Regardless of definitions, it is clear that EQ is an attractive trait, especially when found in managers. For example, scientific studies show that people are more likely to get promoted into management and leadership jobs when they have higher rather than lower levels of EQ, that your ability to manage a team tends to increase with your EQ levels, and that in an age that calls for qualities like resilience, empathy, listening, and political skills, you are better off having more rather than less EQ. Though coaching and leadership development interventions may help people increase their EQ, Your natural potential to display high or low levels of EQ is a far bigger predictor of whether you have a reputation for being emotionally intelligent than any coaching or development. Sadly, people are not very good at evaluating their own or others' EQ, especially when they are on the lower end of the spectrum. So if you want to know whether or not your manager is emotionally intelligent, here are some science-based tips. They can read the room, behave according to expected norms and etiquette, and they are good observers and judges of other people's character. This is probably most evident when there is an absence of such. That is, if your boss is prone to gaffes, faux pas, or blunt misinterpretations of other people's thoughts and emotions, you can assume there are some deficits with their EQ. They stay calm under pressure, perform well in stressful conditions, and rarely break down or surrender to adversity. Being tough in tough times, staying composed in challenging instances, and having a soothing influence on others during turbulent times are all signs of being a high EQ boss. Conversely, low EQ bosses will tend to cause chaos and stress others even when times are good, acting as an agent of anxiety. They are consistent, practice what they preach, and strive to create familiar and stress-free environments for their teams and themselves. Although there's a downside to this, namely being a boring boss, Most people prefer to work for a boring manager than someone who is constantly surprising them with volatile mood swings, unpredictable thoughts, and self-centered rants. Even after working for them for years, 
you still cannot tell what they're thinking or feeling in critical situations. In that sense, high EQ bosses are the exact opposite of authentic leaders, as they can control their emotions, censor their unfiltered and uninhibited thoughts, and master the art of impression management and political skills, all of which demands not being authentic. This doesn't mean they will be a fraud, imposter, or untrue to their values. It simply means they know how to manage themselves and their body language and control how they are perceived by others. They display more positive than negative affect and appear to exact a great deal of satisfaction from work in the sense of being engaged. As science shows, the same personality traits that predispose people to high EQ, to being perceived as highly emotionally intelligent, and to managing stress and displaying empathy, tend to make those individuals happy or increase their subjective well-being. And this feeling is generally contagious. In the words of Oscar Wilde, some cause happiness wherever they go, others whenever they go. The former tend to outperform the latter on measures of EQ. Note that if happiness is too hard to observe, you can look for proxy indicators such as optimism, humor, energy, etc. All these are markers of EQ in the sense that they predict higher levels of happiness. It should be noted that while EQ accounts for only a small percentage of the variability in leadership effectiveness, so it predicts better leadership performance but is a drop in the ocean of the many other factors that determine whether a leader has talent, the profile of competent leaders does resemble our archetypical notion of good bosses, just like the profile of incompetent leaders overlaps a great deal with the concept of low EQ. The good news is that EQ is something that can be developed. You can boost your EQ by starting with a scientific personality assessment to gain a better awareness of your leadership style. Next, use these results to reflect on your own career. What could have gone differently if you were able to manage yourself better? Finally, seek feedback from those closest to you. While that may be uncomfortable, by understanding the gap between how you see yourself versus those around you see you, the more intentional you can be in developing the behaviors that will take you further. That's all today from Fast Company. Talk to you tomorrow. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.